This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, VA continues to increase the amount of clinics and hospitals to its shared data network. A new initiative aims to diversify the cyber workforce. And the Postal Service appears to be weathering the storm during election season. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Pentagon and Department of Veterans Affairs say they've hit another milestone in their efforts to share health data. The DOD and VA Health Information Exchange can now connect to the Commonwealth Health Alliance. That adds another 15,000 hospitals and clinics to the exchange. 46,000 community care providers are already part of the Health Information Exchange. Providers who use the exchange can access prescriptions, immunizations, allergies, and other data about their patients who may visit the private sector and DOD or VA for their health care. VA got control of the internet domain name GIBill.com as part of a legal settlement in 2012, but as Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports, it's now lost it. For the past eight years, GIBill.com has sent users to an official VA website on GI Bill resources. As of now, it sends them to a site that asks them to install a suspicious web browser extension. In a statement to the military newspaper Stars and Stripes, the department says VA lost control of the domain during the Obama administration because officials serving at that time didn't have a continuity plan. But that explanation is difficult to square with registration history records, which show the domain pointed directly to a VA web server until May of this year. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Army expects to save another $10 billion through its night court process in 2022. That money will be divested from old systems and put into new modernization plans. The service saved a similar amount in its 2021 budget. The military branch is focusing on 31 weapon systems for its modernization effort. Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy says the service will need to tighten its belt in 2023 to meet its goals, especially if it doesn't get any budget increases from Congress. The Army is also changing its protocol for a soldier who does not report to duty. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has details. Soldiers will now be considered missing and treated that way if they don't report to duty. Previous Army policy initially jumped to putting a soldier who didn't come to work on absent without leave status. Under that status, the Army did not actively look for a missing soldier. The change is part of the Army's push to make people its top priority. The Army has recently experienced a handful of soldier disappearances. The most high profile of those was Specialist Vanessa Guillen, who was sexually harassed and murdered in Texas. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Navy has plans to build the fleet up to more than 500 ships by 2045. Defense Secretary Mark Esper says this will be necessary to compete with China's planned fleet buildup. It would consist of a combination of manned and unmanned vehicles with an emphasis on submarines and smaller surface combat vehicles. But one big challenge could stand in the way of this plan, capacity. The plan would include an investment of $20 billion over 20 years to improve shipyards and grow the workforce. The Pentagon establishes a field version of its Joint Hypersonics Transition Office at the Naval Surface Warfare Center Crane Division in Indiana. The office is responsible for creating strategies and roadmaps to develop hypersonic technologies and bring them to operational capabilities. The new satellite office will perform detailed engineering activities. It will coordinate architectures, interfaces, schedules, and plans for hypersonic weapons. The new office will also execute some workforce development initiatives, including sponsored research and curriculum development. 
The National Security Agency and Defense Department are taking the lead on a new initiative designed to expand the national cybersecurity talent pipeline. The agency's launched a new cybersecurity education diversity initiative. NSA Centers for Academic Excellence will help historically black colleges and universities and minority-serving institutions set up their own cybersecurity programs. DOD Small Business Office will help students find internships with small companies and others in the defense industrial base. Both agencies say the initiative will help more students enter the cyber talent pipeline in the public and private sectors. Two agencies team up to push the government's 5G telecommunications strategy forward. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The Federal Communications Commission and the U.S. Agency for International Development sign a memorandum of understanding to coordinate their efforts. They say it will speed USAID's digital strategy for development and humanitarian assistance and the FCC's FAST plan aimed at U.S. superiority in 5G technology. The agencies say their joint effort will further the national strategy to secure 5G, which aims to ensure 5G is deployed everywhere in the country using a secure infrastructure. I'm Tom Temin. The White House flags 20 emerging technologies that agencies need to stay on top of. Here's Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. The National Strategy for Critical and Emerging Technologies sets out goals for fields that include artificial intelligence, quantum information science, and military and space technologies. The strategy doesn't set specific measures like some of President Donald Trump's executive orders focused on AI and quantum science, but senior administration officials say the strategy serves as a framework and a jumping-off point for other strategies focused on particular technologies. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Postal Service reports an uptick in mail volume a few weeks ahead of Election Day, but on-time delivery is also on the rise. The agency handled more than 3 billion mail pieces in the first week of October. USPS says it delivered more than 86% of first-class mail on time and will authorize additional resources closer to the election. The Energy Department is bucking the trend with collaboration and workforce software. Federal News Network's Jason Miller reports. The Energy Department chose Google Cloud for a broad range of technologies, including Google Cloud Platform and Google Workplace Productivity Tools. While many agencies have stuck with Microsoft Office 365 or moved away from Google over the last few years, Energy decided to sign a five-year deal with the cloud giant to give 100,000 employees access to storage, development, and machine learning capabilities. Rocky Campioni, the Energy CIO, said at a recent conference that this deal will help the department labs focus on solving problems and not worrying about technology. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Two U.S. Park Police officers in Virginia have been indicted for the shooting of an unarmed civilian. Fairfax County Commonwealth Attorney Steve Descano says both officers are charged with manslaughter and reckless discharge of a firearm. Descano says he expects that the officers, as federal employees, will ask that the case be moved to federal court. The Office of Personnel Management is out with some tougher disciplinary policies for federal employees. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The new rules formally implement President Trump's 2018 executive order on employee firings. They give federal employees a shorter window to improve their performance and then respond to a proposed disciplinary action. And they set brand new penalties for supervisors who retaliate against whistleblowers. OPM says the new policies will streamline a disciplinary process that some agencies say is too burdensome, but unions see them as an attack on employees. The new policies go into effect next month. 
Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. And Jack St. John, the general counsel at the General Services Administration, is leaving his post next week. GSA confirmed St. John's last day will be October 22nd. He plans to rejoin the private sector. GSA has not announced an interim replacement. St. John has been with GSA for almost four years, starting as the senior advisor and then moving up to be chief of staff. Before coming to GSA, St. John worked as an attorney in private practice. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcast, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.